Fraser. Flex and Frooms. Flex and Frooms. This is the Flex and Frooms Catch-Up Podcast. Flex and Frooms on Cater. Why doesn't Froomey fall back on the fact that she's comedian every time you think you make a joke that doesn't land? Clearly we don't we don't get your humour, you know? <laughs> you need to throw that out there. I'm a comedian. I'm a comedian. I'm a comedian. Well, I did have a sold-out show. Three. Yeah. But back, I need to back yourself. I Three. need to really, if you listen to this, just know I'm putting my mental energy into this, guys. So if it's not good. No, don't do that. What? The people who are there are people who rush to buy tickets. The show, like they're they're buying into a show that doesn't exist. Of course, it's, it's the second one, you know. But you know what I mean? Like they're buying because they like you and they think you're funny. Having access to you in that space is intimate. It's fun. It can't be anything but good. But that's why I want to make it. So good. Yeah, that's where you're going to fuck it up, though. Really? Yeah, because, like, you want to make it so good that you're deviating from your norm. Oh, okay, that's a good point. Do you know what I mean? Like, give people what they know you for. Don't start adding in the flavours that are fresh. Don't do <laughs> don't do your, the, the new routine. <laughs> I'm going to do the new routine. I'm going to sing. Oh, okay, so really quickly, Frumi said that, like, off offhand a couple hours ago of course. that she wants to do this thing where she like starts a singing career that's a bit but she wants to take it so seriously even though it's a bit yes and it reminded me of when she told me about her podcast hosting gig at beyond the valley <laughs> and then she started was it singing yeah singing crazy she frog. started singing crazy frog and someone messaged her afterwards and said it was really strange because half the crowd definitely knew you were joking and the other half didn't know you were joking so to me if I was a gambling woman I would say maybe don't mm. but also do what you like enjoy the podcast though miss you Kata. flex and frames flex and frames flexi I have a bit of a pressing question I wouldn't say it's personal per se but it's definitely crossed my mind and I thought who better to discuss this with than my gorgeous co-host flex mummy it's me of flex and frames of flex factory or also, our uh, post-premier Donna is your yeah. brand that's coming out. Let's say I meet the person of my dreams. Okay. <laughs> couldn't, couldn't imagine it. But, um... So it's a myth. <laughs> We're doing fables today. <laughs> <laughs> Once upon a time. And anyway, I get to know them. And what do I find out? I find out that they are the opposite side of the spectrum politically mm. than I am. What do I do? Are they actively political? Yes. Um, you did it. Yeah. Really? Yeah, I think so. I just feel like personally, that's why I asked, are they, are they political? Because I think that people generally absorb a lot of belief systems that they, that kind of lay dormant, that they don't really realize they have. And on a day to day, it's not really affecting the way they move through life and it's not affecting how they deal with people. But there are some people who are active in the way they present their political views in a way that is, if contradictory to my own, can be quite harmful and damaging on a day-to-day. So I just feel like, are they my perfect person if we can't agree on fundamentals? Probably not. And I think that for me, this is like a romantic partner, right? So there is so much red tape to get through before you deem someone to be an appropriate partner for you. This is not like a friend where you just end up around them and then before you know it, it's been six years, like, oh, ah, we're stuck <laughs> together now. You're making active steps and active choices. And I'd be wary of someone who felt really strongly in a way that contradicts the way that I feel. If they have beliefs that contradicts what I believe, but they don't feel strongly about them, then I'm not fussed. What about if they're from the opposite political party to you, but they're middle? Let's say they're an actual politician. 
Oh, you mean like centrist for a tax break? Never <laughs> mind. No, get your bag. Let's say, <laughs> let's say they are a Labour. They're in the Labour faction of the government. Why don't you let me know how you're feeling, Froomey? Because I feel like you want to get someone off your chest. You've seen someone who's tickling your fancy, and you you hear you want me to draw the table, the X axis and the Y axis. So they are leaning. <laughs> okay, so they're part of one political party, but they're leaning middle. Still no. Why are you asking the question? Because I'm just I'm just thinking about like when you're dating, some people wouldn't see that. Some people would see other things as more of a non non-negotiable. Some people would be like some people think of politics separate to like identity politics and like politics means so many different things. Yeah, but I think politics broadly does match up with identity politics matches up with gender politics, matches up with sexual politics. It kind of all like fuses. And it's, in some ways there can be adjustments made to accommodate. But I feel like what I'm trying not to do is make so, make so many leniences and accommodations for strangers. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like if I'm going to be like, oh, that person has views that I don't agree with, they're going to be my best friends, you know, <laughs> or they're going to be acquaintances that stay acquaintances. I feel like, like I said before, so much red tape you go through to find your one person you you could be you could be pickier. I mean, right? For sure, I see the vision. That makes sense with people that you've known for a long time. Yeah, it's like give them the benefit of the doubt, you know. But then someone you've just met, it's like we don't actually have to know each other generally. What if they're the hottest, coolest person you've ever met? Still? And if that's what you're into, definitely take a chance for the for the plot. <laughs> yeah. I'm down for that. But I just feel like it's all fun and games until you need someone to see your vision, Facts. so you can co-create a beautiful life together, and they just don't. So true. It's it's for the plot, as we say. Yeah. I haven't really, I don't feel like I've done something for the plot in a long time. We should do that ASAP. It's showing. <laughs> Off we go. Can you, like, um, on your Hinge or your Tinder or your Bumble, like, choose your political leaning? Yeah, I'm pretty sure you can. Really? Yeah, I don't think people do very often unless they're, actually, I feel like people do. Mine's completely, everyone has it except Yeah. Me. Wait, wait, wait. But can you choose, like, I only want to date someone liberal or Labour? No, I no. think you can just put what you identify as, oh. like, are you left-leaning are you conservative are you moderate you know what i thought it was for a long time on hinge when you put liberal it means you ha- you're a liberal person like but it you- does doesn't it yeah yeah it, do- it doesn't no it doesn't mean you're you believe in the liberal party but I mean, yeah it means you're a liberal person like yeah a progressive person yeah i didn't know that ah uh, <laughs> i was very, i was very interested okay brookie's looking at her we're looking at a match of hers and it says not, not a political. match, but it's just like it tells you. See, so he says non-political. Well, let me read out all of his things. I won't. Do we need to? Just want to say he's like giving out Aries, don't have children. Like, yeah, some people just give too much away. <laughs> let me fall in love with you before I figure out. <laughs> so we're totally incompatible. <laughs> Flex <laughs> and Frooms. We have an "Am I the asshole?" It's a segment we do where people send in their confusing scenarios in which they are presumed to be the asshole, but they call on Flex and Frooms to decide for them. Am I the asshole for bringing my sister-in-law's wallet to the restaurant when she always conveniently forgets it? Oh, this is dog <gasps> behavior already. So I have a sister-in-law. She's 28 years old, and her name's Amy. I'm 26, and she always comes to visit from out of town. She stays with us instead of a hotel and always wants to go to expensive restaurants. She always conveniently forgets her wallet or comes up with an excuse as to why she can't pay her share. She's implied that since I make much more money than her, I should be the one to pay. No, not my husband should pay, her brother, but me specifically. I do make a fair amount of money, 
but not so much that I can treat someone every time they come into town. Nonetheless, in the past, I've just paid the bill and asked her to pay me back. She never has. She'd made a reservation at an extremely expensive restaurant last night, and before we left, I made it clear that I wouldn't be paying her bill. This is where I might be the asshole. Thank you for clarifying, babe. And I'll admit it. I got this move straight from an episode of Two and a Half Men. As we were leaving, her and my husband went to the car. I pretended I forgot something and went back inside. I found her wallet sitting right on top of her suitcase. I put it in my purse and we went to the restaurant. When we were done eating, I asked for separate bills. She said, no, we need one bill because she forgot her wallet again. I reached in my purse and said, this wallet? She was extremely furious. She said that I shouldn't have touched her stuff or grabbed her wallet. So in conclusion, am I the arsehole for taking her wallet and bringing it to the restaurant? This is, in fact, as I like to say, big dog behavior. Mm, is it arsehole behavior? Is it? There's a bit of overstepping boundaries, but I will say when yeah. it comes to money, enough's enough. I don't love to shift the blame. As I say, smiling. <laughs> I, I quite do. I, I quite like it. I will say, though, this feels like your husband's problem. Yeah. I feel like you've taken on a lot more responsibility or for some reason he's felt really comfortable in your dynamic that his sister is now a shared problem. Then it's not your child. You don't have to step in. You don't have to pay. I understand the logic of you make a bit more money or a considerable amount of money so you should pay. But that's not even your friend. That's not your bestie. That's not even your family. I mean, <laughs> By default, anyway. I think it's dodgy and I think you should do what any good person would do and make it somebody else's problem, i.e. your husband. I totally agree when it comes to family matters. If you're related, if you're a sibling, that's on you. It's such a weird thing because I can imagine... Um, mm, do I want to dox myself? No, I take it back. <laughs> yeah, you Actually, me. don't want to discuss it. <laughs> but no, I've been in situations where I felt like the person I was dating made me more responsible for their siblings and keeping that dynamic, you know, sane and fresh than they would. And I was like, wait, I didn't even like your sibling that much. Like, I don't, even, I don't want to do it. You do it, you know? Um, so you're not the asshole. No, you are the asshole, but you're not. <laughs> Everyone's the asshole. It's one of those Same. one of those fun ones. Flex and frames. Flex and frames. Cater, never miss a beat. Flex, as you know, I have a Karen that lives inside me. Sometimes she comes out. Sometimes I suppress her against my will. It's just that I have a reputation to uphold. Um, <laughs> you got her by the leash, though. Oh, yeah. She comes out when you summon her. She's in the harness. Mm-hmm. Two on the back, two on the um, stomach, and you go, Row. yeah, come back, girl. But the Karen unfortunately came out last week. What did you do, King? The Karen actually came out a few weeks ago. As you know, I've gotten into my recycling era. I'm very interested in recycling. I'm not doing it to make you think that I'm better than you. There is no pain or guilt if you don't recycle. Recycling came very late in my life, as did doing any kind of house chores. So I'm a reformed little piglet brat and now I'm learning to take responsibility for my actions um, and my contribution to the climate. Anyway, I live in a I live in a shire in Sydney. <laughs> what is that? Like a um, neighbourhood? It's not the shire, it's a shire. No, I don't live in the shire. You could. I would date a bra boy. Bra boy's not. They're the a bit sh- old. Isn't bra boy Maroubra? Bro, that's also eastern suburbs yeah. technically. Like the shire is like south and then the bra boys is East. Ma- Maroubra Shire? Mm, no. God. Not a thing. Sorry, guys. I'm from Melbourne. Yeah, this is crazy. All right, guys. Listen, there is in my council, not my shire. There my we council, go. In your borough. <laughs> in my borough. Yeah. <laughs> um, we have lackluster recycling capabilities. So in a lot of suburbs, there is a yellow bin, which is for plastics, hard plastics. There is a red bin for waste. There is a blue bin for paper. Oh, I don't have a blue bin. Interesting. 
I've never had a blue bin. Are you sure? Yeah, I've had a green bin. Red, red, yellow, green. Green for leaves. Green for leaves. What I discovered the other day is that in some councils, you can actually put food scraps in the green bin. Whoa. But it changes depending on your borough. This is rogue. There is an issue in Australia in that every single bloody borough has a different recycling technique. We need to centralise it. Enough with the decentralisation. Centralise it. Click, click. So it turns out, for example, in Waverley, which is Bondi, Bronte, all those kind of suburbs, you cannot put food waste in your green bin. It's called Fogo and you can't put it in there. That's food and organics. Um, Food or organic? Oh. Whatever it is, you can't put it in your green bin. However, then over in Randwick Council... Chuck it in, chuck it all in. I say this all to say, I got a Fogo bin, which is my food and organics. I put it on my kitchen table and then I can go put it not in my green bin because my council doesn't have green bins. So Dogs. I'm putting it into the communal compost bin, which I'm very That your apartment have. has provided. This yeah. is not government funded. This no. is locals only, community, community. Okay, I'm had enough. <laughs> so naturally I put this on my story, Flexi, and I had a lot of interest. People love recycling content. If you're stuck for content and you want to get some views, <laughs> get on the recycling train, folks. <laughs> this chick messaged me saying, oh, because, sorry, I should say, I messaged the council saying, hey, guys, when are we going to start implementing FOGO? DM or email? Email. Nice. On the government name. I've had so much correspondence with Waverley Council on this, says someone in my DMs. Sorry for shouting, but I can tell you they are down low and let me tell you it ain't pretty. We're getting Government secrets. Whoa. I said, tell me everything I can keep a secret. Well, uh, okay. <laughs> We're here now. <laughs> so the T is they have a waste. I don't want to dox a, I don't want to dox a council. I mean, I'm not doxing do one it. individual person. Yeah. It's a body. It's a body. They have a management contract with a insert. Okay. So we are really getting detail. <laughs> <laughs> they said that they'd introduce FOGO, Food and Organics, in 2027. Oh. Right? It's partly to do with the fact that they don't have anywhere to process it. Mm. But they gave me reasons like there's not enough space for an extra bin in Waverley because there's so many dwellings and other things that need to be dealt with. They gave a lot of excuses after I hounded them for six months via email and then took a meeting with them in December. This just chick's oh, serious. I love this person. They also don't support Recycling Smart, which is a recycling service that comes to pick up hard-to-recycle items like soft plastics and electronics. It started operating back in Waverley Council, but users had to pay. In other councils, such as City of Sydney, it's supported by the council, so big ups are free. I read through all their policies and waste management strategies and I was CCing, insert name, to get a response from the council. And I was like, you say on page XYZ to talk me through this, and they're like, that's part of another team. They're doing the handball. Oh, the hand- I love council gossip. This is juicy. I've never heard anything like this before. It's just, it just look at all this the is, messages. This is Tattle, tattle Life, Dumois, Celeb spell check. They refuse for the government. <laughs> to support Recycling Smart. Honestly, I have so much bloody info on this and I was fired up about it last year. I can come in to bat with you. The FOGO We're thing is ridiculous. Teaming. Sorry, just to finalise, if you live in Bondi or any other, other of those shires, it's going to occur in 2027 because that's when the New South Wales government will mandate it. i got to say, there's to a lot confirm, of... confirm what year is it right now? It is 2023. It's not great, is it? That's not good, guys. There's plenty of composting things. If you want to go read my expert analysis, go to my newsletter. It's froomsworld.substack.com. Hit him with a shameless plug. Get on the newsletter. I'll give Save you Save the tips. planet by subscribing to your newsletter. <laughs> on your electronic device. Yeah, it is with you. You've been listening to the Flex and Frooms Daily Podcast. For more, tune in to Cater on DAB or stream it on iHeartRadio.